This is the DAC Baseball Audio Learning Center with your host, Brady Vollmering. Hello, y'all. Welcome to the DAC Baseball Audio Learning Center. I'm your host, Brady Vollmering. And no, I'm not from the South, but I noticed in my first episode, everything started with, hey, everybody, so I figured I'd switch it up. Anyways, this podcast is for the hungry. Yes, that's a crocodile roaring. I know he's not in my apartment, but I bet he's hungry. And uh, I don't really know how long I'm going to keep doing these, but if you listen to the first one, uh, that one was a lion. So we got uh, two animals down that are hungry. Anyways, okay, so getting to actual baseball. Today we're going to talk about ownership, and the reason that I want to talk about ownership is I think it's I think it's a very important piece that a lot of athletes kind of struggle with, um, and we'll be talking more about ownership of yourself versus ownership ownership of yourself. Sorry, versus ownership of like. I don't know something else like your career or whatever. I think ownership of yourself of yourself, wow, has to come first. So that is what we'll be talking about a lot, but that'll come more at the end. Um so first of all the def- definition of ownership can't really talk today. Definition of ownership is the act, state, or right of possessing something. So I want to start off today by talking a little bit about my story um so in high school uh i knew that i was going to be i knew that i wanted to train really hard for baseball starting around eighth grade um and throughout high school things kind of developed where i mean other people knew that i was training really hard for baseball um and they of course, as, as anything happens, they say, oh, I don't think you're going to be able to do this. You're crazy for trying to do this, all this stuff. And so as I went through high school, the reason that I trained so hard began switching from the fact that I loved baseball and I wanted to maximize my potential to instead my motivation being, oh, this person says I can't do it. That person thinks I should stop trying. I, I, I was training... Not because I love the game and not because I wanted to do it, but because of what other people were saying about the fact that I was trying to do it. And, I mean, I trained a little bit crazy. I took a minimum of 400 swings per day, and I remember tracking every single one of them in a notebook. So if I took five swings off a tee, I'd then put five little marks in my notebook. I'd have a, a bat speed radar, and I'd take a swing see what my bat speed was, write it down. So I literally had this notebook of every single swing that I took for, this probably went on for at least, I want to say at least half a year, but maybe three quarters of a year or a whole year. It was basically during a full off season in between spring seasons. So it was somewhat crazy, I guess. Um, But like I said, the reason that I was doing it wasn't wasn't because I wanted to do it or because it was I enjoyed doing it. Um, it was because of what other people were saying, and that's ultimately the wrong reason to do it. 
so as as I went through high school and, and graduated and went to college, that's when things finally began to change a little bit. Um, so in college, when I got there, I didn't really know anybody, and nobody really knew me. And so a lot of people would look at that as a disadvantage, but what I actually found was it was an advantage because since nobody knew me, there was no one like that that could really motivate me. So I needed to make decisions for myself based on what I want to do, not what on other people, other people's perspective of me. And so I still trained really hard. I still did the same things. Um, I mean, I switched up my training a little bit, but I was still working just as hard in college. But now I actually started to enjoy it because I I was able to kind of clear up my vision and see, okay, this is what I want to do, not what like other people don't think I can do. This is actually what I want to do, and this is why I'm going to pursue it. And that's just was brought about by the fact that, like I said, I didn't know anybody. Um, no one else was really around me, so I had to make my own decisions. And I was also able to inform myself just about mindset stuff in general through books that I read, videos that I watched. I started doing a lot of research on that type of stuff, and that really helped to influence me. So I know that a lot of people talk about you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and I 100% I believe in that. Um, but I also think that if you don't have like five great people around you that you feel like are are helping to elevate you, what you can actually do is is bring those sources in through books or through podcasts or through videos, stuff like that to just continually uh, watch or read or listen to so that it works through your mind every single day and you're slowly changing your perspective on how things work. So I think that's a great way to do it and then once you start doing that, you begin adding in those friends or attracting those friends that think and that think and act the same way as you do. Um, and so the reason that this all started to work for baseball, like the reason that I started to do stuff for for because I wanted to or not because other people wanted to, was because I really started to take ownership of myself. And we can't really do anything until we take ownership of ourselves. Like we always talk about taking ownership of a career, but I don't think that's really possible until we truly own ourselves and know what we want to do. And so as I've now graduated from college um, and I'm working to start this baseball training company, DAC, that I'm working on, it's become more and more apparent that it's advantageous to have this complete ownership of yourself, like really I, I, I mean, I now I, I used to be pretty quiet, and I, I still am pretty quiet. Um, but I now have the confidence to like I don't really care what other people think about it, and I'll voice my opinion more because I know exactly I know who I am, and I know that I have ownership of that. And sometimes it can be tough for guys to admit like if they don't have the confidence in themselves, they tend to just talk and do whatever to disguise the fact that they don't. But if you do have that 100% confidence in yourself, like I never say anything that I 100% don't feel is truly me. And if I do and I recognize it, I'm going to go back and say, hey, like I made this mistake. This is not what I actually think. And through this podcast, through the second podcast, I just want to encourage you to do the same. And especially if you're a younger kid, I know that you have parents, coaches, all the time that are around you 
nobody really knows what you're all about. They just go, like in your head, they just go based on what they see. So if you have this vision in your head, you have to show those around you what it is that vision is. And then ultimately, either they're on board or they're not. That's not up to you, that's up to them. But you have to show them this vision that you have in your head. And the ones that stick around are the ones that you need to associate yourself with. So by taking ownership of yourself and of your stuff, you're going to be able to do this. And one way to think about this is, let's say you have a job that you hate. What you have to realize, or what you begin to realize once you truly take ownership of yourself is that yes, you may hate this job, but you're in it right now, and you're not in it for the, for the employer, you're in it because it's providing you some type of training or value. So you're ultimately gonna do that job, even though you don't like it, you're gonna do that job to the best of your ability because that's what you do as a person. And once you start to do everything with that consistency, it's going to carry over to all different aspects of your life. Trust me, like I've experienced this. If I'm working at a job that I don't like, but I still do it to the best of my ability, when I get out of that job and go do the stuff that I actually like to do, my intensity is 100% higher because I don't wanna keep on doing that job. So just doing this consistently in all areas, no matter what, is going to help you a ton in truly owning yourself and then having that carry over into baseball. And ultimately what you need to do is fill your life with people that are the same way as you. And I talked about this earlier, but that's just, if you don't have those people, you can get them through podcasts or, or videos or, or whatever. But eventually you need to attract people that are like you. And if you portray that attitude, you'll naturally attra attract those people. And what I actually found was <clears throat> this brought about, I mean, just like a sense of purpose in, I don't know, fulfillment that I, I didn't really have before, like in high school. But as I grew in college, and I really began to understand that like I could make my own decisions and I was in control of every single decision that was put in front of me. Like if I had a bad day, I could decide whether I wanted to whine and complain about it. Like I literally, this literally goes through my head. If something bad hap happens to me while I'm at work and I'm with a buddy or something like that, the thought literally goes through my mind. Okay, I want to tell them about this thing that happened at work. But then the, the thought also goes through my head that's like, you could tell him that, but what, what's that going to lead to? Him saying, oh yeah, that sucks. And then you just stop there and it literally adds no value to either one of our lives. So just stuff like that. Everything that you say needs to be in accordance with who you actually are because I hate complaining. So I don't want to complain to other people because that's not who I truly am. And just acting on this, will, like I said, will give you that sense of purpose and it'll build and grow as you learn to do it more and more. So I just wanna encourage you to try that. Um, one thing you can do is at night, check in with yourself every single day. And an easy way to do this is to keep a journal. So just write something, or write down like, is there anything I did today that wasn't me? Was there anything I, I said, or anything that I didn't do, that I complained, like whatever. And then promise to yourself that you won't make that mistake again and hold to it. And if you have to, you, you can even go back to that situation the next day, to whoever you were talking to, 
and say like, hey, this happened yesterday, that's not how I feel, like that's not actually who I am and this is what I actually think. And so just the, the fact that you're actually acting and doing that is gonna reinforce in your mind that hey, I'm, I'm really serious about this, so like I need to continue taking ownership of my stuff and building up and building up until I get to the pl get to a place where it, that's just my natural, that's just my nature. So I encourage you to give that a try. Um, I know it's helped me a ton, and I hope that it helps you too. So thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join us next time for episode number three, which is going to be looking at perspective. See you then. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this second episode of the Dak Baseball Audio Learning Center. I'd love if you'd share this with just one person, one person that you think needs to hear the message of self-ownership, one person that may be struggling with that. I'd love if you'd share it with them. And I'd also love if you'd give me your feedback. Did this help you in any way? Did this impact your life in any way? As always, I would love to hear that. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank you for joining this episode of the DAC Baseball Audio Learning Center.